ドゥルー、ドゥルルルルドゥルー、ドゥルルルルドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥルー、ドゥ
I didn't mean to belittle who who you were referencing. So no, 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 it's fine. But uh, <laughs> keep in mind, I think American Hustle has like above an eighty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. So just because it's high on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean it's correct. So, but I don't know. I thought Into Darkness was good, but I will say I actually like this better than Into Darkness myself. Uh, Scott, your your kind of your thoughts. Um, going into it, I had kind of high expectations. I didn't quite. Um, wasn't as trepidatious about the trailers as you were necessarily um but uh kind of had high hopes going into it because i really liked the last two i felt like they were continuing to step it up i actually liked into darkness better than the first one um honestly because of zachary quinto's um performance honestly i think that really put me over the edge and it was that like emotional pull that i really like that i get out of movies that really draws me in, and I feel like I didn't quite feel that in this one. Oh God, here you go again. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Connor, every time, everything I say is like, oh God. Yeah, like why do I even have you on these reviews? <laughs> Scott, why don't you agree more? God, leave your Midwestern values behind. <laughs> You need to just only agree with Hunter, then you would have his perfect podcast. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, I would go around the room and, yep, no, Hunter, I agree 100%. 100%. So, <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, I, like I said, that's just kind of the slightly getting into it, a little bit taken out of with the emotional aspect of it. So um, we would, it would be unfair of us to not mention, of course, um, and I'm, uh, uh, Anton, uh, Anton Yelkin, who played Chekhov, uh, so him dying recently, it I had this. It, it was very much like when I watched The Crow as a kid, and then my dad was like, "Wait, did you?" Uh, and then finding out Brandon Lee died during making the movie, and it's like, "Holy shit, really?" Um, it was crazy to see Anton Yelkin as Chekhov here, who who gets the most to do that he's had in these movies. Yeah. Thank God. Um, and, and, and the thing that I actually appreciate, Scott, um, that bumped this up for me uh, over Into Darkness was that the cast overall had more to do. Yeah, you get and, kind of secondary characters take take the reins a little bit. Yeah, because uh, Carl Urban, uh, Dread, God, Netflix. Love Dread. Green, 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 light, green Light, a Dread sequel. Can we, we do like, like a Can we do like a revised Dread review just so we can all watch that again? <laughs> I, actually, we should definitely do that. You guys, I'll Netflix will Netflix, <laughs> Netflix will bring back fucking Gilmore Girls, but they can't do a Dread oh. too. Come on, guys! Like, I'm bro, just, Gilmore Girls. I'm bro. just saying, there's nothing even funny about what you two are saying right now. Bring back Dread, but anyways, um, so basically the Federation um, or, or the Enterprise, pardon me, gets gets attacked uh, because this uh, they get like a uh, get like a distress call from an alien race. That says, "Hey, like I'm trapped out here," and they end up getting fucking just conned. Uh, <laughs> conned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> oh, I'm so funny, but uh, but uh, in the <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. I heard like there's some noise in the wind, maybe. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but but the movie does a really good job of. I, I don't know how much you guys... I, I mean, I would probably consider myself a Trekkie. 
this felt very much like an old school episode of the original series, yeah. and I mean that, it, and I mean that in the best way. Total, camping total episode movie, like total like uh, like very definitive, especially like like you said, like very quintessential TV show episode for sure. And I gotta say, uh, my two favorite characters this time around, um, uh, Kirk. Sec- no, second, <laughs> uh, second would be Spock. Bones. I, it has to be Bones. It's a Bones. Actually, it was, um, it was played by uh, Sophia Butella, who played uh, uh, God, I'm gonna butcher her name, uh, Jala in the movie, and I recognize her from uh, ki- from Kingsman. And you didn't even see the movie. I didn't, I didn't see the movie, and I know the two best characters are Scotty and Bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your your ignorance aside, Colin. But uh, so, so Scott, I think I think we can at least agree on this that that last Star Trek movie, uh, Star Trek in the Darkness, when they had uh, Alice Eve as a um, you know, Robocop's daughter, um, they did nothing with her character. She was just there to be tits and ass. I love Alice Eve, but she had no purpose of being in that movie. This girl they actually gave a backstory to. They actually developed her character. Her and Scotty's um, partnership, I think, is probably the strongest bond in the movie, and it's handled surprisingly well. Uh, she's an engineer just like Scotty, and they get along super well, and that's the strongest part of the movie is how they break off uh, the crew once they're attacked by uh, Crawl, played by Aegis Elba, um, how the crew breaks off into these groups you wouldn't expect. So, you know, Kirk ends up with Chekhov. Uh, uh, Spock ends up with uh, with Bones, which is amazing. Yeah, that's a great uh, uh, Simon Pegg, uh, 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 Scotty ends up with Jala. Um, Zoe Saldana, who cannot keep her ass out of space, apparently. <laughs> um, that's, like, all she does now. But uh, Uhura, she ends up with Crawl and uh, Sulu, played by the wonderful John Cho. Uh, I love the way they broke up the crew, and then, of course, when they inevitably bring everyone back, it feels earned, and you feel like each character grew a little bit throughout the movie, which I really appreciated. Um, Let me talk about Idris Elba, because it's Idris Elba, and the man is wonderful. Uh, Mr. Luther himself. uh, How how far into the movie did you tell that it was him? I, I I had a pretty good feeling from Jump, so I mm-hmm. like when you find out it's him. I wasn't really surprised. I actually appreciated what they kind of tied in, mm-hmm. as far as his character was concerned, like Excellent his mo- backstory. I will say, for yeah, sure. th- that was something that I thought was handled very well. Um, and like we said, uh, Idris Elba, he's been in so many good movies. I mean, outside of the, the you know outside of the Bourne movies, of course, he's an American Gangster, it's Rock. Of course. Yay! I wasn't even going to say Pacific Rim because I was waiting for you to say it. Uh, Pacific American Rim 3D. Um, yeah, he was in Pacific Rim 3D also. Uh, you know, Pacific Rim, Rock and Roll, uh, American Gang, uh, American Gangster. Uh, he was in Zootopia and Finding Dory. Um, yeah. Jungle Book. I mean, he, he's been... He's, he's yeah. all over the map. I really, he was actually really good when he played that character, Stacker uh, Pentecost. Um that was his character's name in Oh in yeah. Rip. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and then uh in Thor he was dope. Yeah, and then of course we remember him from Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance and I don't remember uh, him from that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
But he's going to be, uh, he's playing Roland in the Dark Tower, which, I, w- alongside Matthew McConaughey, which is going to be awesome. Man, but he was in 28 Weeks Later, too. Man, he's been in some great movies. Yeah, but then he was also in uh, This Christmas, uh, The Unborn, um, uh, Takers. Uh, Girlfriends, God. the TV yeah. series. He was awesome when he was like that leader of those like giant robots too that fought those like <laughs> monsters that kept Yeah, what was that one tra- movie? God, he was good in that. I don't know. Something to do with a rim job or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it'll we'll we'll remember it later. It's yeah, it, it, uh, Atlantic Rim is mm. that what's called? Cool? I think that's yeah, yeah. Uh, Indian Ocean Rim, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> But I thought Idris Elba, though, I mean, considering his face is covered for, like, most of the movie, he, he like, when he's pissed off and he's explaining why he's doing what he's doing, I was like, well, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I don't agree, but I get it. And, he, yeah, Idris Elba does a hell of a job. Uh, Chris Pine, I think this is the best he's been as Kirk. Uh, this is the most mythos they've tied in with Kirk, with him he's really so kind dreamy. I know, but <laughs> you look at those baby blues, and you're like, "Okay, Chris, whatever you say." <laughs> but uh, he, he, this is the best they've done with the character. Um, of course, I gotta give props. Uh, this movie was written by, uh, written primarily by Simon Pegg, who worked with a uh, worked with another writer, uh, Doug Jung, which I don't know who did, that is. Did you? Were, cool. yeah. I was. I gotta admit, I. I was able to tell that it was written by Simon Pegg. Couldn't I? I could too. He was so much more involved in this movie than any of the other other movies that it was like, oh, huh. It makes sense that he was the writer. Not that it was like he put himself front and center on purpose, but he was very intricate to the entire storyline. And that actually, what I actually noticed while I was watching, I was like. Oh yeah, this is written by Simon Pegg. I kind of kind of gives lets me in a little bit on what what he was thinking when he was writing certain lines and making certain relationships and connections and plot lines and things like that. So he definitely no, I, and like you and like you said before, a lot of these other secondary characters kind of get more of a chance to shine. So can Which, I sorry can I can I ask good. like like the glaring like the biggest question I have on my mind when I'm thinking about this movie. So what's the biggest difference about this movie from the previous two is now uh, taking over the reins from Mr. Jumpin', Sh- Jumpin Ship over to Star Wars, Mr. J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. We now have Justin Lin, Mr. Yep. Fast and Furious. Fast, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so did you guys notice, uh, you know, kind of like a big difference on the screen or did J.J. Abrams still kind of have control of this movie? What did you think? Oh, Scott, I'll let you answer. Yeah, it seemed like a J.J. Abrams movie, honestly. I mean, especially, like, he does an amazing job with just the the vastness of space and just, like, in describing it visually. But um, it wasn't really that kind of movie for that. It was, like, because they are um, deserted on a a planet, um, there isn't a lot of that special effects that you would come to see in a lot of his movies even though there there is plenty of that in a lot of a lot of space action but most of the movie is set on this planet so i feel like 
uh, Mr. Fast and the Furious probably was able to step in there and um, direct certain certain aspects that maybe that J.J. Abrams wasn't his forte or I'm not sure I, I couldn't I couldn't really tell to be honest with you like it it, it seemed like a J.J. Abrams mo- movie especially with just like the magnitude of it but um, it was hard for me to tell it the other way okay uh, nice what do you think uh, for me, it's funny, uh, <laughs> per the usual for tonight, apparently. Um, I totally disagree with Scott. I oh, you know what, Hunter? You can just stick it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, no, because first off, there isn't lens, lens flares out the ass in this movie like there were of the first two. Like, I love the first two, but Abrams, he loves those lens flares so much. Um, I thought the space... I thought the space action. So when um, the part where the Enterprise is just mm-hmm. fucked fucked yeah. up to oblivion, yeah. that scene is like heartbreaking. I was sitting there, almost like I'm not gonna lie, almost tearing up. So they're like, "What is happening?" <laughs> because when they're invaded, they are invaded. You see people flying in space. The ship, like the the uh, actual base of the ship is separated from itself it's it, it, it's but that's totally intense. abrams wouldn't you say wouldn't you say that that's like no i it, it reminded me of the best uh it reminded me very much of that scene in fast five with the with the with the um with the safe where the car is like dragging the safe and it, it felt like that energy mm-hmm. with it it did I think the first two Star Treks are very well directed, but there was just a new energy I felt that there needed to be. There's probably, like, there's probably like 200% more shifting in this movie. Like, there's a lot of like, <laughs> close-up like, shifting scenes where you like foot to pedal and then like shift. Yeah. And, like, was uh, there a bunch of close-ups on like women's asses? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Lin loves that shit. Well, yeah, the alien ass in this movie. Yeah, yeah. When the Enterprise was just like racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's just some alien chick in a thong like dropping the flags. Like, guys, race your spaceship. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I probably would have given this a better grade. Yeah, I, but but honestly though, the, the film is so well done. Um, Bones, Scott, you are. I definitely agree with you on that. Carl Urban is probably the best he's been because Spock is just pissing him off at so many points, and he's looking at Spock like God, like damn it, Jim, and like like like, like you yeah. here. Yeah, you're welcome. That was Thank good. You. Yeah, very nice. You, you, you know, the, better than your review, but we'll keep going. A bit. <laughs> oh. Boom! How to get you back? Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> good are one. Sent to stun. Yeah. <laughs> more burn yeah <laughs> whatever but but this movie is so well directed and there's so much I did enjoy about it I think if I have a complaint it does take a little while to get going and while this is the best performance they've had for Kirk they just haven't been able to flush the character out I think in the way that they've been able to flush Spock out because Spock's arc in here is emotion is very emotional arc uh they pay tribute to Leonard me to Leonard Nimoy rest in peace good sir because I fucking love Leonard Nimoy and it, it it made me tear up a little bit watching kind of the tribute all, that they, all over this movie 
But, I, <laughs> but they, they did they did a good job playing uh, paying a tribute to Nimoy and mm. it, injecting it in a way that didn't feel forced. It felt very natural the way they um, kind of tied up his arc. Uh, what about Chekhov, dude? That guy died in real life. I know, and and she- and check. Leonard Nimoy died in real life too. Oh yeah, well that's yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, I was like, did you what? But Chekhov, uh, uh, as I said earlier, he gets the most to do that he's had to do in any three movies, and he's he's just a char- such a charming dude. It really was heartbreaking watching his performance because it's like, damn it, I'm not gonna get to see you play his character again. But it is a good send off for him uh, with what he gets to do, and he's definitely utilized very well. Uh, Simon Pegg did a great job with the script, so. Getting my final thoughts here, I thought this was a really, really, really good Star Trek movie. Maybe if I hadn't just watched Into Darkness and the the reboot, maybe I'd give a higher grade. But that first one is still the standard, even with everything this film got right. It, the first time, it just came together a little better. So I'm going to give this. Uh, I'm going to give this a. B plus for this movie. Uh, Scott, your thoughts, sir. Yeah. um, I had some high expectations coming into this one, and that has a lot to do with my review and grade. But I was, I, to be honest, I was disappointed and I was not, I didn't come out of it going like, Oh yeah, that was like the best Star Trek yet. I don't think it was, I think it's probably the worst one they've done, personally. Um, just just based on, like, I feel like they didn't really try to draw me in emotionally to certain characters, and I could really pick up on the 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 writing. And I feel like, because I, there's probably had something to do with, I, I did know that Simon Pegg was writing this, but it didn't, I didn't, remind myself until later when I looked through the credits that he did and I kind of connected the dots. I don't know. I feel like they tried to be a lot more funny in this one and most of the time that works, but I feel like, you know how you were saying, um, uh, bones had a lot of one liners, but I feel like they didn't all stick. I feel like some of them are really funny and perfect timing. And then I feel like some of them are just like they were put in there just just to add try to add some laughs. I don't know. I just I just walked away from this movie from the theater thinking I was a little disappointed and it was not really the Star Trek that that I wished it to be. I mean, they had great space scenes and I think that's what I really love about Star Trek. Um I will totally agree with you. I was emotionally invested in that the scene where they were just tearing the ship apart, but it it was a little bit pieced together because I feel like Get for you know, I feel like there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, of people that man that ship, and I feel like, like, they all they most of them escaped, uh, according to them, onto this planet, and when they were in the process of rescuing them, spoiler, um, <laughs> they it was there was only like forty people or so, and it's like it seemed like there was a few like things that didn't quite match up. I don't know. Oh. I just had a, I just had a feeling throughout that it was just Okay, wait. I, I got to correct you on yeah, that because ahead. they say cuz they say at the point when they're beaming everyone up that they're beaming up 20 people at a time and they beat and they showed the beam up at least 6 times. So I got to call you on that. 
Okay, I just I guess I didn't really notice. I mean, like when they were showing them in captivity, it only looked like there was like fifty of them, maybe, or if they were like, I don't know, it just seemed like that would be hard work to find all of these people across the planet. Anyway, that just it just kind of took me out of it. That's my point. It just kind of took me out of the movie a little bit, and I just wasn't. It wasn't my favorite Star Trek. I really, really wanted to love this movie, and I did enjoy it. And it's a great action movie, a great space movie. I like how they brought in. They made references to the to the series, to the TV show, um, Letter Nimoy. It's really cool, kind of how they tie that together. It's like really one of the main arcs towards in the third act is tying it together, like kind of with the older generation. I I really like that, Um, but I just feel like overall. I was just a little bit disappointed. Um, so, uh, this is just a tough one to grade. I won't lie to you. Um, you guys got it. I, I, I went with the B on this one. Sol- uh, solid B. Solid B. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. No, All right. no A's this week. No, nah. no fantastics. No A's. No. Yeah. I, because I, I wanted to love this more. I really did, but. It does. They haven't gotten Kirk right. They just haven't been able to get yeah, Kirk and it's, right it's, in a way it's, that it's great that you mentioned that because, like, I feel like the the one character who was supposed to not have any emotions at all ends up being like the emotional yeah. catalyst for this entire series. And Very it's, true. it's not Kirk, the, apparently the person who lost his dad and who's manning this and. You know, enormous ship with all this pressure on him. It's just—it's not about. It's not even about him. Almost, it's, just, it's about uh, Spock and his. Like, it just keeps going back to him, and I think that says so much about um, Zachary, Zachary Quinto. Quinto. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hats off to him for pulling the movie together. But it's just—it was with my expectation going into it. I was just a little bit disappointed. It, it is. It's. It's very much those last couple seasons of that 70s show where the show just starts to become about Kelso because Eric, they're just like, we don't know what to do with him. It, that, that's kind of what this felt like watching it. I know it's a very random reference to Fool. I'm aware of that. But that <laughs> that's why we that's, keep you around for the references. Yeah, yeah, thanks. But that's really how I felt, that you have the centerpiece, or what should be the centerpiece, and they just can't get him right. So... They've already announced Star Trek Four, so shocker. So I mean, I think this is a good film for the 50th anniversary. Not as good as it. Yeah, and I'm 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 100% excited to go see the new one too. Like I'm when it comes out, I'm gonna be all jazzed for it. But I just you know, maybe not maybe not this one. Yeah, but uh, guys, do you have you seen Star Trek Beyond yet? Let us know in the comments below. You can follow me and feel free to tweet me. And, harassed. Yeah, you have to uh, <laughs> totally tweet us one time. It'll be so crazy if someone was like, "Hey, we tweeting you because you're on real pineapple." Hopefully, <laughs> a little more exciting. Than that, but, but I was that at was a bar the other day. Exciting for me. I was at this bar the other day, and um, uh, at at the bar they had these LCD screens all around like the bar. Instead of playing like sports and stuff, they had like this Twitter thing where like people would take pictures, and if they tagged the bar in their Twitter, it would show, like, their picture up on the screens for everybody to see. So, like, I did it, and it was, like, the real O'Neal, and the people were with, they're like, oh, the real O'Neal. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, I do a podcast. It's the real pineapple. Boom. And everybody, like, there was, like, a, a couple people that, like, looked up the, uh, the sound, they got the SoundCloud app, and they looked it up, and I was just like, tell your friends. Spread nice. the word on the street level. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to that bar and do it all day or day. There you go. <laughs> and, you, and you can follow Mr. Colin O'Neill on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. And you can follow Mr. Scott here on Twitter at Newman the First. And yours truly on Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Guys, thank you so much. We'll have a review up this weekend for Suicide Squad, and we'll have a couple other movie reviews for you guys as well. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.